A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. And I'm the Eclipse 2019 of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Lisa. Hi. Hey. That, I was like blood, bloody and full. Wolfy and <laughs> lunar. Necessary so we can reach our highest potential, do you mean? <laughs> yes. That's not what I meant. Thank you. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah, there we go. Take it, shifting, taking the power back. Taking it to the streets of the Zipclips. We're recording in the morning, so if our voices all sound exactly the same, (laughs) I think that's kind of cool, actually. Yeah, we're synced up. Yeah. Yeah. Which even shows, even when I'm like, I'm doing like the dry January and I still sound like, like, it's like it's not alcohol. It's just like being a woman in the morning. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I think I've been sleeping a weird way because I've been waking up with like, like no dry, like the like you know your throat like closes up because it's all dry. Like yeah, that kind of thing. 
I think I've been sleeping a weird way because I can't turn my neck. (laughs) (laughs) I've been having just very, and I've been, kind of goes with the eclipse business, but like my dreams have been very odd lately. I was having a lot of nightmares before, like in the end of the new year or the end of last year. And then I got like a dream candle or like some candle I thought would represent with dream and serenity like a light blue candle and then after th- that thing burned in 26 seconds and which i was like all right i guess i needed <laughs> this candle and then my dreams haven't been scary but just weird just like weird and i remember them and like different dreams i've never had before like usually i have like a lot of repetitive dreams and it was everything's just been i've been waking up very like hmm what should i take this with my day i think that i don't remember where i read it i think it might have been a refinery 29 thing um but i do believe that that is a symptom of stopping drinking oh really Uh uh-huh oh it's like not like not like dream catch-up but just because you sleep better yeah that you might have not been dreaming the same way or something i forget where it was but someone said it's like oh you might have like weird dreams Uh uh-huh I had a dream I was at a comedy sex party. So Dude, I don't know if I don't know. Um, I don't know if that's. I I haven't stopped drinking, but um, <laughs> I don't know if I was influenced by your post about that. But I had a dream that it was like a um, late breakfast style show. Which, if you don't, if you're not familiar with that, it's like a show where they do kind of like uh, the they have you have to pull like it's a, a challenge that you nightmare do. Show. Yeah, like while it's a stand up show, and while they're on stage, they're like, okay, you have to like uh, hit hold, balloons yeah, over a net, or yeah, or like wear a mask on your face or whatever. Get something screamed like screamed at by the audience while you're trying to tell jokes that you've been writing for six years. It's <laughs> yes, fine. Exactly. So it's like it's a fine. game show yeah, vi- yes. kind of vibe. But I had a dream that I was at a show like that and. My boyfriend had to have sex with another comic oh while doing his set. Oh Whoa. my god! No, no, no! And then, it, but it was like <laughs> it was like really weird because he was like, "Oh, this is going to be like really funny," and then everyone was just like horrified. Oh my god! <laughs> like, well, I had been asking for me to figure out who I like and who likes me. Uh-huh. And like who my friends are and stuff uh-huh. in comedy, and I was like, "Oh, thanks for the fucking oh message. God. Oh Got it. Oh my, fucking figured it out. <laughs> now I know too much <laughs> about who I like too much. Oh whoa. <laughs> like, uh, thanks. Was there a lot of people in the sex stream? Oh, a lot of people. Whoa. Well, that's nice. A lot of people a like lot you. Of, not all of them <laughs> like me. Not all of them like me. Whoa. And yeah, it was real weird. It was definitely real fucking weird. I that think, is so funny. I think me and Julie were talking about it, and I she rem- I, she told me to ask you about this, and now I'm gonna ask you about this. But I had this one of my first weird dreams. Kind of goes with animal symbology, and I want to see your interpretation. Where I had this dream that I was with my family like my mom and my stepdad my brother and it was like like me hanging out at home with them but there was this like zombie toad that was just like it was pretty big and it was hopping around the house but if it touched you it would kill you but if you like the whole we almost like play kind of like a game as well like we play this game where if you like deflected it with like a pillow or like a bumper like oh shit toad's coming towards you down the couch and you would hit it with like a pillow and it would like slowly like evaporate and then eventually it just like 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 exploded and was like um you know eliminated (laughs) it almost was like a dust like it just kind of just like but look up toad symbology i don't know if that's in the uh medicine cards cards. that i have but but it was um, like it was weird because my that was like the weeks prior all my dreams were very like anxiety inducing like i woke up afraid and this 
he looked this toad looked very fucked up and scary but we weren't scared of it in the dream even though we knew like oh if we missed it as a team or whatever (laughs) that it would do us harm but we were like that poison toad got in gotta like bump it with the the couch cushion (laughs) were you going through family trauma at the time or like or was were you getting ready to see your family or something like that no but you know what it was post i mean it's post holidays but i didn't see them but there's communication but also pre knowing that i'm I was just started therapy and just about to start therapy so maybe there was some like bigger chain thinking so oh shit the, um symbology is it's kind of interesting that it's a zombie because it is about um making a decision and like uh adapting kind yeah because it was definitely is like if any word to describe zombie toad for yeah. sure um and it says like to wait like to make any you have a decision to make but you need to wait Ooh. because toads have 360 degree vision so you need to like see more oh mm. i could see that i think there's like a lot of like thresholds with my family that are like i don't know what to do with them and so maybe i guess that is like kind of and good advice to just like zombie oh fuck okay. head full yeah. of zombie zombies <laughs> <laughs> uh i mean i did just go to the zoo not long before and saw some toads so i was like maybe that crept in and i like frogs in general frogs are dope they're so cute frogs are cute well that's the thing about dreams it's like you don't know i mean we don't know much about them and it's like some of it i think is your your like things things that you've collected through the day that are like in your brain that mm-hmm. you will then use oh yeah to, thanks sorry sex party you've been, hey you've been, you've been hitting those oh. mics just like picturing people oh. you know when they're like picture yourself oh. naked on stage Ooh, Scott kept being like, <laughs> imagine the audience naked so you're like out of mic you're just <laughs> imagine naked. yourself eiffel towering with the entire audience <laughs> scott was, were you scott kept being like was this person there was i'm like i'm not telling you i'm not telling you anyone who was there I'm like we're not fighting about this like, okay no. question you don't have to tell me anybody who was there but like were you running bits in the dreams? <laughs> no God, like no everyone was s- fucking very hard was if very everyone was doing their best like it was a show <laughs> whoa <laughs> everyone was really and it's like i guess i do think certain people fuck good i guess that's what i think yeah. i'm like mm, ugh, that's gross but yeah were you involved or were you just watching oh i was involved for <laughs> sure <laughs> i was involved yeah oh yeah <laughs> Were you first person perspective or like uh, first person? Whoa, damn! Yeah. Some POV, know, like, <laughs> serious, <laughs> real, real serious stuff. I did fall asleep watching Twilight. I don't know if that has anything to do. With- I mean, that's I mean, kind of like a, a horny fucking yeah. was movie. It, that's a horny movie. Was it like? terrifying or was it like sexual too no it was sexual i woke up and i was like no (laughs) no why and this is not the first time i've had a sex dream about a comedian but like ugh, all all of them (laughs) and have one about all of them i feel like i can't show my face anywhere in town i'm like (laughs) you know it'd be interesting if everyone else had that dream that night too and no one wants to spring it up it's just like "Mm, and now i think i know how you fuck and it was good now I'm like, oh, I guess I think so-and-so has a nice dick. Great. <laughs> Great. Good to know. Oh, Ooh. I think that would be funny if you, uh, like, if this was, like, a new list that, like, people would be mad about not getting off. Oh, my God. Well, I was like, You're okay. Like, Here's my list of comics that made it in my exclusive comedy sex dream club. Or you could just book a show that's all the, well, the I was porn like, members. Okay, I guess I'll just, like, book my birthday show. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I didn't. I didn't. But. Oh, hell yeah, dude. I'm going to be looking at that booking list now. <laughs> Ooh, I mean, now I'm just thinking horny thoughts, but I'll move. I'll move those thoughts along. <laughs> I feel like I never have sex dreams. Like, I've had, I feel like I've had, like, one like good sex dream but everything else is like weird oh well, this was a good like, one <laughs> i'm not saying this was a good one but like a not like a even like even like a horny sex dream mm-hmm. like everything else is just like a weird like representative abstract thing where i'm like ew that's weird like the not even ew or i'm just like that's odd it's, it's very it's very like clinical like when you watch like uh I think I have a video of this on my Instagram. One time I was sitting outside at a Starbucks and these two dragonflies landed on my purse and they were fucking. And it was like the weirdest, but like scientific thing. And I feel like that's what like fucking in my dream is like. It's just like very scientific. And you're just like, hmm, this is odd. Those were your ancestors coming back to be like, you good fam. What's your Mars? Scorpio. Mine's Aquarius. <laughs> Groups, baby. Oh, wait. Fucking community. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> that's funny you say that because I was about to say my sex dreams are typically with, like, people I've had sex with before. Cancer. Cancer Mars, baby. Oh, I'm holding wow. on, like, a fucking... Nostalgia From my fucks. cold, dead claws. <laughs> that's so weird. Whoa. Ooh, Scorpio would want to analyze it clinically. Yeah, it would be, like, weird. Yeah, yeah weird and, like, figured out. I love that. Ooh, now I'm going to ask people about, like, it, well, it's interesting thinking of, like, Mars, maybe, because I don't think it's, like, your instinct of, like, dreams, but also, like, what things kind of, like, drive your, uh, you know, those, like, synapses and aggressive things and just, like, that just, like, fight, like, because sometimes, you know, like, I'll wake up pissed from a dream, like, if, like, like, Pablo's cheating in a dream, and I wake up, I'm like, I am so mad at you for the rest of the day. And he's like, oh, oh like, okay, cool. I have been having very Scorp- Scorpio Mars dreams, too, where it's, like, very, uh, like, resentful, um, like, digging up old wound kinds uh-huh. of things, too, and just being like, oh, this again, like, I actually am still mad. Yes. <laughs> I'm so mad. Whoa. Uh, we were talking about blood and stuff earlier <laughs> steve steve like sliced off the corner of his finger he was bartending and he like oh, used the, no. the uh, peeler whatever and yeah i didn't see that but normally i'm fine with blood uh but he came home at like 3 30 after his shift and he was like trying to wrap it up again and he like called for me he was like i need help and i came in he was like just so you know from the other room he's like just heads up like a lot of blood just don't want oh. you to be like shocked and i'm like i'm fine with blood whatever and i like walked in and i was like I like started wrapping I helped him wrap like as for as much as I could and then I was just like I need a minute I was like I need to sit down (laughs) and I just sat down in the hallway (laughs) with my head between my knees which is how you stop yourself from fainting if you're ever feeling like you're gonna pass out ah what if you aren't that flexible (laughs) (laughs) I think you probably you don't have to put your head like literally between your knees but like sit that it's like that uh directional just you know i think like i think on the last episode of this podcast i said i'm afraid of blood and i'm actually not i uh lied again Um, (laughs) (laughs) i don't what i really don't like is like gore and film and tv like Mm -hmm. i'm not good with i don't know if it's like the music attached or whatever but i'm really not good with like violence and movies and television Mm -hmm. but i am pretty chill with like uh if i'm bleeding Mm-hmm. I'm not like free- gonna freak out. I'm like, 
Like I got acupuncture and she was putting needles in my face and I thought I'd like not be able to handle it and it was fine. Uh, tell her about the forehead needle. Oh my Ooh. god. <laughs> yes, please. So wait, did I tell you that she put one in my lip right here? Is that the one that made your neck stop? Yeah. <laughs> so functioning? No, it was wor- it wasn't working. She put it oh. in and I could move. I could move all the way back. Oh, I shit. couldn't like look up at all. And she put one in my, underneath my nose, like in my upper lip in the middle and then she goes look back and i was like oh fuck like i could move all the way back isn't that crazy that's so cool then, what is like it's just your nerves like it stimulates to- um blood to like certain areas so like here in my neck yeah I'm, I'm assuming it's like bringing blood all the way up both oh. sides yeah um but then the next time i went back it was a different lady and she was real chatty, but like she wasn't, didn't seem like she was focusing. Yeah. <laughs> and she would like put it in like a hammer. Like she'd oh like God. go like that and tap it. Ooh. And so she had put them in my forehead and like my neck and my hands and feet and stuff. And then um, she left for a while and she came back and she pulled them all. And then we were talking and I was like putting my sweater on and I'm like, I feel like, and she had left one in my forehead. <laughs> it's a free souvenir. <laughs> I was just like, ow, ow, ow. Could you imagine if you just walked around all day with a needle in your I forehead? I know. And you'd think she would notice that one first. Right. They're not no. like hiding. I feel like no one would have told you to because it's LA and people would have just assumed it was like something. Be like, oh, she's doing what? I, it's, she's on her needle I'm cleanse. Sure she knows what she's doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. No one would have told me. It's called fashion, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Acupuncture fashion. Yeah. Hang your bejewels from your little needles. I remember Heard of it? The, when you would make like bracelets out of staples? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that, that's like what that would be fashion-wise to me, like mm. acupuncture needle. I remember people face. would like staple themselves for oh. a, a period. Yeah, that was Jackass yeah. like, is doing. Do, yeah, like no. someone would like hit you with the like open up the stapler. Yeah, like I'm dizzy yeah. for that. But that I'm like that's just like dumb. I remember there was like a period of time when I was like peak cool girl mm-hmm. in like junior high. <laughs> Or maybe this was high school. Oh, God. I think this was high school, actually. And at, like, uh, brunch, uh, I was outside and someone was playing Knuckles. Have you ever played yeah. Knuckles? Like, the dumbest thing in the world. Which one just, is that one? You just hit each other on the Knuckles. Oh, no. <laughs> knuck- I've never played it's that. The, yeah, you just go like that. Uh-huh. And I remember I was like, oh, I can, I'll play Knuckles oh, like shit. a fucking idiot. <laughs> And like the first time someone like whacked it and I just popped a huge blood vessel oh, in my hand. Oh <laughs> no. It didn't like bleed, but it just was like a bump and all like gross. And I was like, okay, I'm <laughs> I'm not a cool girl anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I think the kids in my day loved the pass out game. That was like the most popular. Do you know the pass out game? No. Oh, I don't know. Any well, of these I'm games. scared to release the information because I don't want anyone trying it at home, but you'd like cross your arms and you oh, just and, then someone, like, and you, go, you and you like and you go <laughs> and you just like try to hyperventilate yourself uh, and then you like pass out and it was like a huge issue in my school yes. of like <laughs> kids in like math class like going in the corner during like okay it's work time like work with your math partner and then they go in the corner and be like <laughs> and then just like make themselves <laughs> pass out my friend and i used to just <laughs> call guys that the other one liked and be like so-and-so passed out for attention oh my god <laughs> it didn't happen just to see what they would do be like oh stevie passed out like what do you think we should do oh my god oh see my if god. they cared oh whoa my god. not fun not good 
That's so funny. Oh my god. Kids are twisted. Would you pretend to be like uh worried or would you Yeah, I'd be like, we were drinking only a little bit and like she's passed out. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Like what would they do? (laughs) They would just not care. Like, of course, they're like, you should fucking call your parents. Like I can't do anything. Kids are twisted. Or they'll they would pretend to have answers like Throw water on her. It's like, oh, thanks, dude. <laughs> well, that means, I mean, they cared a little bit. I guess. It That's was actually like, decent gross. advice. It's like, well, check. Yeah. Slasher. Something like that. Kids are dumb. Kids are bad. We were lying, though. That's yeah. like the worst well, part. That's, there's something, like, funny and sweet in all of this to me that it's just like, there's, ki- like. They're checking levels bored. almost. Yeah. They're just, like, curious and they're wanting to, like, figure stuff out. So it's like, even if you take away. It's like the kids that like play with a box or whatever too, where it's just like mm-hmm. if you want to find entertainment or whatever, you're you'll find it. Just right. Hopefully, it's gonna be something that's not yeah. like causing irrevocable brain damage mm-hmm. or something. Or you just think of like the bounce back time a kid has from like uh like my mom would be like shook for like the week where a kid's like oh that person passed out are you scared <laughs> and it's like mm-hmm. and they're like even if something's like a moment of stress they just like. It's like a mo- it just can move on so easily because there's no idea of like consequence or like or it's just like life like whatever yeah someone like stable their eyelids shut like that's fine it's just math class it's whatever. just another day in the life I remember learning in a, a a psychology class I think it was which was taught by a teacher who was like definitely I don't know if he was fucking the student oh no because he. He seemed like too lame to even do that. Like he would like hang out with students. Right. He would like, be like, oh, if you ever need like a ride from a party, I'll pick you up. Oh, and I'm no. like, oh, you're probably getting friend zoned by like <laughs> your high school students. <laughs> like he's like that kind of nerd. And like, but he was teaching the like psychology class, which I was like, this is hilarious. But I remember finding out that snorting nutmeg is one of the most intense psychedelic experiences oh, you'll yeah. ever have. Which to me, I was like, who did someone did it? That's mm-hmm. two where it's like someone's going to fucking do someone's going to try anything. They're going to speaking of Aquarius. season. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I remember kids would sprinkle nutmeg on their like their fake oregano they would buy. That was like weed and just be smoking like all like the house spices. The spices basically. A, a pumpkin pot. Like. <laughs> and kids, kids would like. <laughs> no, 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 I'm just thinking nutmeg. That's yeah. what I'm Kids in my school would always smoke. My mom's a very bad cook. No. <laughs> I just smoke lip gloss. Did kids do that? No. When we had like lock-ins, you know, which I don't think they do anymore, where they like lock all the boys and girls together and be like, we're turning off all the lights, have fun at the YMCA. And it's like, it's just like a, if you've never, it's like if you ever wanted to make out, now is your night. Goodbye, everybody. We had those like with church, but not with school. Ours was, since I was in a Catholic school, I think it was our, everything was church, I guess, but it was like, this isn't church. But I remember like kids coming and be like, you got a strawberry lip gloss? And I'm, and I'm like, yeah, what do you need it for? And they're like, we're going to smoke it. And I was like, you guys are pretty dumb. But here you go. But they like, love. Not my juicy tube. <laughs> <laughs> but they love smoking lip gloss. They did love the nutmeg. Nutmeg was super popular. But this is my last like uh, nostalgic core smoking pot story. But one girl in my school known as Goose Poop. <laughs> Bought a bag of goose poop that was covered in like wet grass from like this like soccer field, and someone sold it to her as weed nuggets of like no. goose poop covered in grass. 
And then she went to like the principal was like, I was sold fake weed and it is goose poop. And he's like, well, you're in trouble for trying to buy weed. And I'm going to bring the person that sold goose poop in here immediately. But for, forever no way she was known as goose poop. <laughs> I don't think that the person who did that should get in trouble. Oh, Only I know. her. Yeah. I know. And she, the, she should get double in yeah. trouble for going to the principal with oh, her I know. weed. She's a narc. And also she bought goose poop. <laughs> That's why she'll always be goose poop. My friend wants spot in vegas tried to buy cocaine and bought parmesan cheese oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one imagine finding that out <laughs> which is so funny to me because it doesn't even look like cocaine it's a yeah it's a tinge of yellow yeah, like chunky <laughs> shredded i was like what if it was like the not even that it's like shaved like yeah like the big chunk they told him it was like a a fancier kind of cocaine oh my god it's imported from Italy. Oh, yeah. Like, and he snorts it. He's like, mm, this is more of like a Romano. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you would get an infection so fast. Oh, my God. A nose yeast infection <laughs> from the culture. Ew. Uh, Speaking of zombies. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, well, that was cool. Hell yeah, dude. Don't do any of those things <laughs> that we've just named. Also, if you ever have kids, just I mean, this is what you're going to get. Hide your spices, man. Keep those cabinets, keep those keep pantries locked. On those master lock codes. <laughs> I try to drink extract for sure. Of what? Love. Oh, like, like anything mm-hmm. we had, almond extract. Oh, yeah. Sprite. I think if you do a lot of one thing, you're going to feel some kind of weird effect. You well, know what I mean? Extract is like rubbing alcohol. Oh. It's mm-hmm. like that fucking strong. Oh. But hell yeah. <laughs> don't drink it. It's don't do like, it. Is, these are all cautionary tales. Well, my dad told me a story once of when he was in England as like a teenager that him and his cousin tried to get drunk off bitters. Oh my god! <laughs> <Just drinking, laughs> just, just drinking so nasty. tons and tons and tons That's of bitters. What extract like is. yeah, it's yeah. the same. We're just like yeah, you could I guess, but like don't. It's oh. such a dumb idea. That's nasty. Yeah. Well, we're here. Speaking of nasty. Speaking of nasty That's or. Uh, in a good way exploratory good yeah way. whatever right. like uh you know it's it's the final eclipse <laughs> of our of our leo aquarius lunar eclipse series uh tonight's the the one total lunar eclipse in leo it's also a super blood moon hell yeah wolf moon super blood full wolf moon for and it's going back to Twilight for all the Twilight heads mm-hmm. hell yeah it's on Hulu right now ooh mm-hmm. get all your life them. I feel like Twilight's been making, maybe this is just in stand-up, but, and maybe it's just because, like, the people that are starting to do stand-up now, like, grew up with the Twilight mm-hmm. movies, but I've heard a lot of Twilight references lately, oh, and it's been okay. like, oh, throw, throwback. I think Truly. it was just, like, shat upon, and it's like, if you like good coming-of-age vampire romancy things, it's, it's pretty it's solid. It's yeah. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it does, it does, I mean, it's, it is what it is. The first one is really good. Yeah. I've only I, seen the watching, first one and I liked it a watching lot. Watching the movie, I was like, oh, this is, like, good writing. Not, like, the, I don't think the movie's necessarily that good, but, mm-hmm. like, the story is good. Yeah, yeah, it's compelling. I remember watching it and being like, all right, I want to see the, the next one. <laughs> I think I, I read the, all of them for sure. I didn't read the books. My sister did though and i remember she was like super into it and like went at midnight and got all the things and i never read them but i do know that in like the last one the baby because like she gets pregnant and the baby's like half vampire Mm -hmm. and like tries to like crawl out of her (laughs) 
What, like claws Whatever, its, it, like, bites claw, its way yeah, out like, of her bites or its way yeah. out of her. And I was like, this does sound pretty tight. <laughs> like, I wonder what it means to be half vampire. Like, can you go out at like dusk? Like you can go out a little well, earlier. Well, they can go out in this series. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah. It's because they're like in the Pacific Northwest. So it's always like gray or something. They just look different. It doesn't kill them to be in sunlight. They sparkle in the yeah. sunlight. Um. I think Which it's on like, a plane. Get once. out there, guys. Yeah. Sparkle and shine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real. Actually, stay away from me. I'm good. I have enough emotional vampires in my life. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm fucking solid on you all. <laughs> and she's fucking all them in her dream. <laughs> but, <coughs> I'm sorry. Um, yes, we are having a super blood, full wolf moon. Uh, this is going to be the last total lunar eclipse until May of 2021. Ooh. Um, and of course it's a, it's in Leo, you know, going out with a dramatic finish, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I don't know every, again, I think we talked about this in the last one about eclipses and knock on wood again. I don't want to bring anything on me. Um, knocking, I tried to knock into the microphone. (laughs) I've been reading a lot about this one because I'm doing my half hour tonight. And so I'm like, oh, no, what's going to happen? Like, what is this like a terrible? Because one of the things that I was reading was saying something about like, oh, you're going to say something you can't take back. And I was like, oh, no, is this when I like ruin my career before it's begun? When I say something that gets taken out of context and blogged about or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, so I've just been like, don't, I don't. You know, there's no, as the someone, some asshole somewhere said, there's no bad press. That's true. I mean, but also it's interesting. I mean, I think yeah, we've done an episode of eclipse, general eclipsey stuff before, but we're focusing on what's happening right now. And I think so much of like the themes of, especially like full moons combined with eclipses, and especially with like this Leo Aquarius vibe, I think is a lot of like reflection and embracing. And it's this is something you've been doing, so like it's the culmination of something you've already yes have been. It's not like a. I'm doing something completely out of my wheelhouse. I'm doing something random, totally different. It's just like, I think, I think it's cool that it's tonight. Yeah. It's definitely going to be good. I um, was listening to Benjamin Bernstein's episode about this on this week in astrology. And if you want more information from him, you can go to astroshaman.com. But one of the things he um, said, and this is a direct quote, Uh, After careful planning, you communicate a revolutionary message at the perfect time. The message is practical. It aligns with your life purpose to communicate it, and you do so in a loving and entertaining way. So that's, like, overall for everyone. So with aspects to your comedy, like, it's... It, you got it it's mm-hmm. well, covered like yeah and that's the thing that i've been coming back to too is just like oh yeah it's it's not ever you know something that's it, it could be unexpected but again it's not like it's not so out of the blue that that if you're upon reflection you don't see how you got to this point or whatever you know what i mean right. where it's like the the things i think that we the same thing with Mercury retrograde and Saturn return too is like we get this idea of this big like oh I'm not gonna have any idea like it's just gonna be this crazy thing that comes from nowhere that doesn't have that's that I that's completely undeserved or mm-hmm. that is just gonna be totally like I'm a victim in all of this whether it's positive or negative either where it's just like it's totally out of my control I don't have anything and it's like no it's just gonna be a thing that you know maybe just like pushes you to 
to behave in a way that you've been allowing yourself to not, whether that be, again, positive or negative. It's, you know, maybe this is the time where it's like, oh, you get to, uh, like, accept a job offer that someone has been trying to kind of, like, float your way all the time and now is finally the chance where there will be some something that it's like oh you have to take this Mm -hmm. or whatever you know it's the I think it's like it goes a lot with like flexibility like what kind of what you were saying like even with like you doing like a long set tonight it's like if this was like a straight up play where it has to be perfect and cues in this like that's like I feel like maybe like a more stressful thing to have on an event night like this but since a lot of it is, I mean, you have a prepared set, but also like people might respond more to like something you're like, oh, I didn't know that this was going to be the thing you guys really like. Or or maybe this is now an opportunity to, like, oh, you like this type of this part of my set more than this. Like, fuck, I guess maybe that's something to like journal on and focus on in the new year. Like, I think that's like something interesting to consider with um, and beyond just like comedy, like thinking like relating it to your job or anything. Um I did see, I was reading on, uh, what was it called, Astrology King, uh, about how in January 2019, eclipses are opposite Mercury and square to Uranus, which I think goes a lot with like, yeah, kind of like what you communicate might, you're going to, and with Uranus is going to be like, okay, again, it's the theme of eclipses, expect the unexpected. Some things you might say might be received in a better way than you thought, and some things might be received in a less than better way than you thought, but either way leaving room to move is really like the key to not like freaking the fuck out during eclipse seasons just like leaving room for error leaving space to wiggle um just being more generous i think with yourself and time and like all these like constructs that like stress us out in our day-to-days um is the only really advice i can give to anybody yeah i think it's cool um benjamin (laughs) <laughs> also discusses the um, aspect patterns of this eclipse, which are the Grand Cross, the Kite, and the Thor's Hammer. Um, I thought those were interesting. Um, so I don't know if we want to start with the Grand Cross. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's the um, part about communicating a revolutionary message in a loving and entertaining way and if you look at astroshaman.com or listen to his podcast he tells you like which placements he thinks like why he picked those words to describe this um the kite is about break breakthroughs and healing um or finding some kind of wisdom in practical matters the thor's hammer is about creative inspiration or um, escapist, like, addictive behaviors. And so he mentions that if you feel like you've been, which I do feel like I've been, like, going down the path of, like, more escapism and, like, avoidance and doing all this, like, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, he says to dig deeper into the creative inspiration in order to uh, utilize this to your best. Yeah, I mean, I think that it's a good, with all of it, it's always a good time to just, like, be reflective, even if you're scared of what might happen of it, even that, like, fear itself is a thing to, like, reflect on. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, what am I, oh, what am I worried is going to happen if it's like, oh, I'm, whenever I read a thing, I try to notice this now, that it's like, whenever I read that something, I maybe, uh, 
a what is it like a difficult aspect is coming up um i notice like oh my initial thing is like a relationship is gonna fall apart or something like that like Mm -hmm. that's like your your go-to or like oh my job like that thing but noticing like what the thing that you're afraid of happening is Mm-hmm. You know, and then be like, oh, I wonder why it, that bothers me so much. Is there something there that's worth investigating? Like, oh, is, do I have a fear around this that's kind of uh, that's maybe holding me back in some way? Do I have some belief patterns in place that I maybe should be, you know, reevaluating because are, are they serving the way that I'm living my life currently? Or am I just holding on to a, a, a past experience that has colored this? And now I'm afraid anytime I hear something that's out of my control is happening, mm-hmm. that that's going to be the thing. Mm-hmm. And using it as an opportunity to kind of uh, just like go go inward and reflect on our responses to outward, you know, surprises or whatever it is. Like, what does that mean? What what do I have in place that's like my centering thing? And if there isn't anything, maybe that's the like, oh, that's a that's an aha moment in and of itself of being like, oh, I don't have any I don't have anything in place right now that helps me cope with things that scare me. That's something I should probably mm. reflect on and figure out how to do because I feel very aimless right now. Like, yeah. yeah and I think it's like it's interesting now because this like this eclipse time um, is like when it first started with like February 2017 was like the first of this cycle just thinking of like where was I like and I think that's like definitely recommended to do for everybody with the eclipses like looking at the calendar which um, Susan Miller has like a good like it's like every date since the 90s or since she started basically of like each cycle and like when it started and just like really looking at these dates because it's like checking in and just being like okay February 2017 like all right I like just moved in like I just moved in with a roommate and I was starting a new life starting a job and that was like a symbology of like a like that was a fresh new start and now do I want to be in the same like I'm totally in a different place than there but what were those themes that I liked of like those new beginnings to start and I think change is like really hard especially for like fix especially for fixed sign people but honestly like for a lot of people like and I think change in that like I mean, I know a lot of signs are like more adaptable, like you're mutables, but also like real conscious, like f- like put in effort, put in thoughtful effort. Change can be really scary and just know like, oh, I think especially with like this self-care vibe of like, if you don't get me, then that's your problem. And if you don't like, you know, I'm wellness doing it for myself, cutting out fake friends, cutting out this. And it's like, well, but are you like, I don't know like sometimes it's like it needs to I think that's good but also needs reflection Where is the place that that's coming from or what is that in is that because you is this defense yeah is that defending yourself because you don't want to take a look at maybe how your actions are impacting people or influencing other people's mm-hmm. behavior is someone maybe not a toxic friend are they maybe responding to the I don't I was about to say toxicity <laughs> that you're <laughs> eating seeds (laughs) like the like are they maybe maybe you are are behaving in a way that is like bringing out that behavior in them and that's maybe not what you're intending to do but if we don't take if we're never taking a minute to like stop and think about what we're doing Mm -hmm. then we're never we're never able to gather all of the information I'm not huge on the idea of toxic people in general because I think that is a way to 
excuse that you don't want someone in your life mm-hmm. and like i think we need it overall i think i don't think self-care means like taking a bath i mean sure yeah surely it can be part of it um but it's like admitting to yourself that maybe you just don't want this person in your life yeah does, that doesn't mean that they're a bad person that doesn't mean that they're creating toxin in your body it doesn't i mean sure energies yeah i believe in all of it but like it's fine to just say like, "Hey, I don't want to be around you." Mm-hmm. I don't because think we have to. Yeah, I don't think we have to justify it and like yeah. and put that on someone else. Like that person, I don't know. Sometimes when someone's going through a hard time, they feel like a fucking damper on everyone's parade. That doesn't make them a bad person. Mm-hmm. Like when someone's really sick and mm-hmm. they're spending all their days in hospital rooms, mm-hmm. how do you expect them to bring joy into your life? Mm-hmm. Like, who's the toxic person there? Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. I think that's a great point because it, it kind of means that we each kind of take responsibility for our own um, feelings. And, and that's all we can. And behavior. Yeah, where it's like, oh, I don't th- I'm not going to label you as a toxic person. Now, granted, this is not again, we're not talking about like abusive people, you know, there, all of the, Yeah, there, there are, are there are people with who are, uh, as my friends said are a long journey and right now they probably shouldn't they're negatively affecting other people and probably should go get some kind of assistance yeah, but then that's not like oh this person I, even saying that like oh this person's that where it's like you know what i don't our energies don't match right now and so i'm i'm taking responsibility for my own well-being and saying you're not a person i want to spend time around right now mm-hmm. as opposed to saying i'm cutting you out of my life i don't i don't i don't listen to people who do this or mm-hmm. do x y and z it's like oh right now because when we do that too we're also like giving up our own autonomy in a way too or valid like we're invalidating the the instincts that we have and stuff like that you're saying you're not able to take action or whatever and it's like you you make your own choices like that's all you can control at least control that Mm -hmm. like what you can say or what you can you know you can't control what you feel but Mm -hmm. the things you do i don't know i mean like my ex the, the bad scorpio like is like I'm sure he's better off now. I'm sure that I wasn't good for him either. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't think in any, there's no part of me that's like, he ruined everything and like, whatever. Like, I think, yeah, I'm sure I had a heavy hand in that. But like, well, also because, I mean, I think sometimes once your, your energies and I'm getting just, you know, leaning into the woo woo is like when your energies aren't matching up, you're going to bring out the worst in each other. Like, I know that with my Aquarian ex. So it's like, by the end when you're like you know poking a a bowl and like we're both gonna be shitheads to each other and we're both happier (laughs) in different places and hopefully we and we i know i've grown and i know he's probably grown and like that's like all you can really hope and wish for and i mean i was just talking to a friend about this before it's like when you hang out with someone who's not even bad but it's just like you know after i'm done with them hanging out with them i just don't i feel i don't feel better i feel like concerned or worse or just like just that like general feeling but i don't owe them any excuse of like meeting up or like i don't know like i think especially when you're in a new city or you're like maybe you're just starting college right now or like you're just you're in that phase where you you do have to sample a lot of people to know what you like but that doesn't mean you're obligated to keep up those things if like it's not working for you anymore no and it's you know it's hard because it's like it's not usually people haven't done anything it's just like we're not there man like bye i have a friend who's an aquarius and she will not let people into her home 
like oh. because of energy stuff. Whoa. Like she's That's like cool. basically only if we're like in a pretty committed like relationship. Whoa. Are you going to come inside my house? That's very and Aquarian. It's like, and but also, also it's but like, yeah, that's I a boundary. Mean, it, that's a boundary. And it's like, I would never, ever take like offense to it or try to push her on it. Like, if you don't want people in your home space, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Well, and I, I kind of like that idea, too, of like trying to meet people out in the wild more um, because, I mean, I get it like saving money. Like, I'm, I'm the cheapest bitch on earth. Like, but you can always go get a dollar tea or like a sparkling water somewhere or, just go sit, outside or sit in somewhere. the park if or if, you know, if you're in a cold weather place right now, like again, like you can like. I think meeting outside the home is like I have the tendency to like hide and hermit away. So I think it's good to have even though it's like also this is something that took me a long time to learn about like establishing like, hey, I have one hour. Can you meet for like because I think sometimes it's like, oh, I'll get wrapped up in the hang. And then I spent like six hours and I, I didn't do the thing that's doing I'm up late at night and it's like I think more people like honestly like people love that <laughs> the more you like introduce that in your life and also just being like oh I have an hour hour and a half can we make it work you're already in this part of town like trying to like just simplify seeing each other because I think um especially with you know with social media we feel like we see each other and then you send those like oh it's been so long it's like next week and then it like it never is next week but just finding yeah. what like what actually works? I mean, I think it goes even with New Year's resolutions. Like you can't just go straight into exercising seven days a week if you've never exercised. Like start with attainable goals. Do do two days, one day, whatever makes you feel like you're checking things off your list and not feel like beating yourself up because you can't keep up friendships or you can't keep up goals that you're trying to reach. Like yeah, okay. it's so can you tell me then this? <laughs> because this is something I'm really struggling with right now. Maybe you can advise me on what to do. So Okay. Um I had this th- same thing happen at a friend's birthday party to uh, two different times. Mm-hmm. One at one friend's birthday party and one at another friend's birthday party where I run into someone and the first time it was really uncomfortable because I didn't remember who the person was and then they invited me to their birthday and I was like I'm busy that day without him telling me what day it was. Uh-huh. And uh, I felt really bad, but it was just, I was just like, I didn't want to be like, I don't want to come. I like, right. I have too much going on and I didn't know how to say that. Right. So then the next time it happened, um, someone asked me to go to lunch at, and we were at a friend's birthday and I was just like, yeah. And like, I, I couldn't, Mm-hmm. I didn't I can't go to lunch I don't have time mm-hmm. I don't know how to say it right either time mm-hmm. this you, is the same person two different people no. but it's like I did the opposite thing both times and both times I ended up feeling bad like the first time I said I couldn't go and I knew I couldn't go mm-hmm. and the second time I just said I would go even though I knew I couldn't go and both times I felt like oh I did, said something wrong or did something wrong I think we get with a lot of these things and I think it's like all of the examples you gave and it's this situation because I've definitely been in that situation before and I usually I always kind of chalk this up to like a Sagittarius thing and a Libra rising thing of just wanting to like wanting to go to everything but knowing that you can't Mm -hmm. but i think we get caught up in there's like two choices you either are a a good person who goes to things or you're a bad person who doesn't go to things and i don't mean we even literally think about them in those things but even that thing of like oh oh it's been so long we should hang out Mm -hmm. instead of just that's what i mean instead of just saying hey 
I have an hour. Would you like to get lunch and not adding any of these like judgments on ourselves that it's like, oh, if I really cared about this person, I would have been talking to them all the time. Yeah. And whatever. It's like we're envisioning this idea of who we're supposed to be. We're supposed to be the type of person that like has all the time in the world for all of our friends, mm-hmm. but also takes care of ourselves and is and you yeah. know, and is also like self-care and an empowered woman who stands up for herself and doesn't take any shit. Mm-hmm. But it's like you can't do all of those things nobody does and so instead of be making it be you know i'm i have to saying yes or no isn't like a bad or good thing it just is so it's like you know you can if you genuinely are interested in going to that person's birthday party then you're like oh when is it and then it's just like oh i'm sorry i can't go that day but i hope you have a great birthday but like i knew that i wasn't gonna go no matter what day it was he could have been like january 2022 and i would have been like i'm busy you can like, be like you can just say i'm off birthday parties this year no i'm just kidding <laughs> had a birthday party <laughs> then this is maybe a more of an existential question then is it uh i would say it's like how um how important is it for you to be a hundred percent honest in that situation so what but what do i do lie like i felt bad when i I told the person i could go to lunch when i knew i couldn't well that's because either one where it's like the is it worse to just say to someone that you can't go or is it like more important for them to feel like you want to go or whatever so it's like the oh i would love to get lunch with you and then they'd be like oh can you go this be like i can't go this week um but will you please ask me again next week or something like that. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm super busy right now and I don't want to give you a false expectation. You know, of course it doesn't have to be this wordy, but it's yeah. that thing. Like I, or if it's, or if lunch isn't what you want to do, then finding the thing that it's like, it's something you did want to do and including them. I, if you want them to be with you, because I think there's always those default things of hanging out with people, right? It's like brunch, lunch, going to a bar, but all involved. Like I, I'm just really cheap right now. Like spending money or spending time, um break it's like in this weird breaking up part of your day that you're like oh fuck like i have to change this around this so i think maybe even now like depending on the person like if you really want to like spend time with them then maybe including them in something that you're already like i'm a big fan of like you know what i'm gonna be here with my people that i already like so if you want to like meet me here i'll be at akbar at fucking 9 p.m like catch me (laughs) like i mean that's like maybe shitty but also, I think, and I have tons of friends who are like friend friend acquaintances who like I like everybody. I just also like am too social and I need boundaries. Like I will like I will go out with everyone, and even when I'm like fuck, I should be doing something else because this year, like I mean, we have a lot of goals that we're all trying to hit, and we have a lot of like big projects and things on the horizon, and it honestly requires discipline and time and. It's it's hard to uh, you know come to terms with it, but that's what it is. Um, but just even like I have those acquaintances, and this is this is how I always get out of this shit. Is I'll be like they'll be like, I miss you lunch soon, and I go yeah sure. Tell me the date, location, and time, and we'll we'll see. And guess what? They never they fucking send the date, location, and time. Like if you want to have lunch with me, tell me yes. This sandwich place noon Sunday. I'm like, and I'll be like, and then I would say sure. I got one out. I'll meet you there noon Sunday. Got one out. Like that works with my mm-hmm. schedule. But guess what? If they want you, they need to also 
do step two, which is like locking it down. And it's which they never, which they yeah, usually never I do. I think I forget this a lot where it's like, but they also weren't, I judge myself where I'm like, oh, I always say like, oh, I'm going to go or whatever. But I'm like, they also said that too and didn't text me about doing the thing. Right. They didn't follow doing. up. They didn't like do the thing. Like you need, I need a double confirmation, like locked in and a text the night before. Like I am still, I mean, we're we're I know we're all busy. We all say we're busy, but we can make time. It's just like it's it is that like dance of like, do you even want to like do well, this? Also, there are friends that I like going to lunch with or yeah. whatever. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know. I think it's one of those things where I feel like someone's trying to maybe take our friendship to the next level. And I'm like, Ugh, I don't care. <sighs> it's hard. And I don't want to say that if you're no, listening. But, but. That's, <laughs> I think that's OK, too, to not want to take friendship to the next level with someone. I also think that there isn't like one situation where you have to respond. Like there isn't one end all be all for responses where it's I think like I'm just gonna start saying no to everyone. I mean, you can't. I don't know. You can. That's, that's fair. But and I just. think it's also like there might come a situation where you're like, you know, oh, it like I don't want to hurt this person's feelings. I know I can't go. I for sure, and I don't want to be like dishonest, but I don't want to outright say I would never go to your fucking birthday party. You know what I mean? That's how I felt. Where everyone was like, "Okay," and I was like, "I, I haven't seen this guy in three years. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I missed a few birthdays. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. care." Yeah, but even that, where it's like, who I, I think there's something too where it's like, what, what good does any of it do either? Where it's like, if your intention is to be as uh, as honest and kind to people as possible i think you will always do more or less the right thing you know where it's like because being again being completely honest with that person being like i didn't remember who you were of course i'm not coming to your fucking birthday that's unnecessarily you know cruel and not not how i don't believe how you want i mean of course i would love to do that all the time too you know but 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 i think people also invite out of that sort of like it was definitely uh he was put in a situation where someone was like are you coming right yes he was like did you want it and i was like absolutely not i think that's responding in kind where you're not going to be like no, I don't want to come, but it's like they weren't going to invite you to the birthday. It's like, right. The, you it's know, like a wedding invitation, right? Like if I mean, I'm not getting married, but like anytime like where you're sitting and be like, OK, like real talk, who would I spend money on to like yeah. be at this thing with me? And like and I've been in the other side of that, too, where like I've met people who I think are super cool and I feel like we have all this in common. And I'm like, oh, they would be like a cool like friend. I would love to get to know more. But also then I recognize like they have their own life and their own friends and they and they live in highland park and i'm never gonna see them and it's just like the way like it's just the way it is but then i've also like i've met some random people while moving like moved and been in la where like we've met from like random ass instagram or this and like it's just those people you you sit and you talk and you're like oh like i just feel that instant connection where like i would love to hang out with you more and it's mutual like it's like dating in like a lot of ways. Like sometimes people feel it more on one side and sometimes you're that person too. And uh, you just got to make it work. You just got to make it work and just be honest about time. And also if they, 
if, I'm sorry, if you're the person that suggests a plan, you're supposed to provide the details <laughs> of like where you're going, oh, yeah. what time and what date. And guess what? They never do. Mm-hmm. I think um, that's a big theme of these. I'm going to get so many series. text sets for like, hey, noon like, deli yeah, exactly. sandwiches Sunday. So <laughs> and I'm gonna I do like, think no. that this that is like a good uh, representation of the clip series of like Aquarius and Leo where it's like grouping and yourself. What are yeah. those things? Who am I within groups? How do I? What are the groups that I'm surrounding myself with? Do I do they make me feel like I'm being my best self? Am I happy with um, the role that I'm taking? Am I feeling too passive in groups? Yeah. Am I this or am I letting a group dictate how I live my life and I'm not making enough space for myself? Mm -hmm. So I think it's just like those are things to reflect on and group meaning this could be, you know, your family. This can be your work situation, whatever it is. You know, we'll go through what what which house this is going to be going through based on your signs right now. Um, but I think that those are just interesting things for us to to be reflecting on all the time of just like how am I how can I take control in this situation so I am taking best care of myself while still you know living up to the what I feel is the way that I want to be in the world too mm -hmm. who are you like are you are you being the example are you doing the th are you being the person that you are judging yourself as like so if you're not if you want to be the type of person that meets people for lunch well why don't you why don't you be the person that, like Stevie says, that texts the person and say the restaurant this time. Send a Google Stop, Cal yeah, invite. Don't, <laughs> don't beat yourself up because no one ever wants to go to lunch with you. Make a plan for someone then. I never want to go to lunch. You know? I know. There's like two people I want to have lunch with. Yeah. Or ask someone. And, and I think they're both Capricorns. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're like one hour, let's go yeah. on my break. Mm -hmm. But those things too, like also understanding and not, not taking everything as personal that it's like everybody is doing these things just because we don't all have to be together all the time and be doing everything all our time everyone's time is their own and so like if you don't like how it's being spent figure out how you want to spend it then also my like always blurting advice like i've learned this like with coworkers and other people of like if you want to go to like something by yourself, sometimes you just don't tell other people. <laughs> I mean, that sounds bad, but like, but you know what I mean? Like you don't have to share like t this weekend I'm going to this like, oh, that's that's when you get the, oh, that sounds fine. Is there more, is there more reservations open at that thing? Or can I, and then you're like, oh, like you didn't need, I could have recapped this to you on Monday, but now I'm telling you about this. Dang, today. I get in that trap, you know, cause you know what I do. I get in that trap all the time. <laughs> you know what I do. What? This is what I do. Hey, what are you doing this weekend? I'm like, I don't want to see this person. I'm going to this thing. And they're like, I'll go to the movies with you. Mm -hmm. And you're like, how did it I work? Didn't. Not the way I wanted. Yeah. Of course. Well, you think you're saying I am going to do this. Right. And a lot of people assume, oh, invitation. Because mm -hmm. you told me. And it's like, mm -hmm. and it's not that you have to be secretive. I just think this is how a lot of people function. Like they think that it's like there's because a lot of people don't have boundaries. And well, they because go because the person asking that, what are you doing this weekend? What they really are trying to say is like, please make this decision for me for my plan. I don't have plans. Yeah. And I believe that you are a type of person that has plans and I want to be or you didn't invite me, but I want to hang out with somebody. Mm, right. And I believe that you are a person that will tell me what You're they're doing you, something. Yeah, yeah. You make plans or whatever. So mm -hmm. it's also, again, like recognizing other not not like sus motives, but like, oh, is this a thing that I'm in charge of or is this someone else, you know, projecting their stuff onto me or whatever? Or just know, I guess, like maybe rather than keep secrets, I, I mean, I just like usually I try to just avoid the conversation. But if it's like, oh, cool, can I come to that movie? It's like I'm like I'm having a date night or like I'm having a like actually I'm going I wanted to see this by myself. And mm -hmm. then a lot of people go like, 
what? But then, but what else can you do? What are they going to do? Make us stink to like be or invited? That yeah, That'd or be it's weird. Like, or what? Or if you want to see it by yourself, what would you rather have them come? And then now you have to hang out with that person that you didn't want to hang out with. Mm-hmm. Like I've realized like, since I'm so social, but there's so many, like I realized like I do love going, I'm the spa. Like I always end up inviting like eight people to go with me. And then the best times I have are always when I go fucking alone. And it's just like, it takes a minute to know, but even if maybe there's something you've always do with groups and maybe try it alone and you'll know now like what, Maybe works better for you. Fuck, maybe going to lunch alone sounds fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's oh dope. God, Ordering alone? for two? <laughs> yes. Um, so let's go through uh, where this eclipse is going to be. What part of your what part of your chart? Um, Aries. Nice. Uh, this eclipse is going to be happening in your fifth house. So um, expect some revelations about romance and creativity, about um, maybe children if you have them, or maybe ideas about children. But that could be, you know, Children can mean a lot of things that can be creative projects that can be, uh, you know, pets or whatever it is. But I, the idea of of uh, fertility, creation, things like that. Are you creating things that you want to be or do you have something that um, are you working on something that perhaps there's a creative breakthrough on the horizon for you or something like that? But, um, you know, themes, themes of romance, drama, too, perhaps, but. Uh, again, could also be maybe there's a person that's causing drama in your life that you would like to eclipse out. So just ideas about, um, I think, like, are, are you creating fertile ground for the things that you want to be manifesting in your life is like a good overarching uh, theme. Nice. Um, Taurus, this is happening in your fourth house. Um, so home, family, but also, um, you know, just like sense of security and safety and home base i think too i think we think literally about our family um but it could also be you know are you are you moving are you buying a piece of furniture for your house that finally like is it is this finally the time when like the fridge gives out and the fridge actually has been you know a major source of of like inconvenience to you and now you can eat better because you have this thing in uh available to you i think it's like what what is it that is your home base that you need to feel secure and grounded and uh you know your foundational kind of things like that uh gemini third house um communication i mean this is your you're comfortable here um but i think it's about are you are you communicating what you want to are you coming across the way that you want to be do you um, this is also, you know, siblings, but also like your neighborhoods. Are you a part of the community that you're in? Are you um, being, you know, are you spreading? Are you helping to spread a message that is in, in alignment with who you are wanting to be? Or are you, you know, causing upsets or things like that? Are you uh, helping or hurting? Just things to to yeah consider there. Um, cancer is happening in your second house. Uh, so your stuff, your money. Mm. Um, are you, are you using it wisely? Do you have, it's very, you know, we're all talking about Marie Kondo right now, but (laughs) is, is it sparking joy? Are you holding on to things, physical things that you don't need anymore? Or are you, um, you know, spreading yourself too thin so you're not able to get the things that you actually want? Are you making space? Are you making physical space for the things that you want? You know, Mm -hmm. that, and that can be money and furniture or clothes or, you know people whatever it is but are you is there things that need to be cleared or things that you need to accept into your life that you actually do want 
that. I can see this being like a new, like, what's up with job too? Like, mm-hmm. is this the time? Is it promotion time? Yeah. Yeah. Are Might you be time getting, to ask. Yeah. Are you getting the physical results of your work that you want? Are you getting paid enough? Are you getting, you know, benefits? These, these are things to mm-hmm. be, are you holding on to things that aren't allowing you to, to receive the things that you really want? Mm-hmm. Um, Leo's happening in your first house. Uh, you know, so identity, ego, um, physically, as well you know are you taking care of your 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 body and are you presenting yourself in the way that you want this can be a beautiful time to you know maybe do a a makeover scenario or this is a culmination of all of these things are you um is your image you know in line are you the brand that you're wanting to sell or is this the you know maybe you are and this is the unveiling of a of a a new era of of leo presence wow music to some lion ears right now like makeover sequence Mm -hmm. oh my god (laughs) or just you know reveals of a new you know of this this season's look whatever it is but Mm -hmm. i think it's yeah you i mean leo it's it's you know, you, uh, a very self-possessed and, um, uh, you know, it's, it's the sun itself. It's bright. It's, it's all of that too. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, making sure that that's, that this is coming from, I would say a more like aligned and, um, you know, because of that Aquarius balance is this like for, is this just for you or is this serving, you know, the, the greater good, what's the purpose? Or even if it's just your own purpose, it doesn't have to be like for other people, but is this, is this just self promotion or is this like truly serving what you, your needs are and what your desires and goals and things are. Mm-hmm. Something that Benjamin was talking about. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I keep saying Benjamin. I like <laughs> it. Um, it's like Ben said, no, <laughs> was that, <clears throat> sorry they're the um they have like the most attributes or something like they are like the widest range of like different qualities like they have a lot of different qualities Mm -hmm. like it's like inner child warmth heart uh bravery performance like all they have all this stuff so you have like a lot of um stuff to work with yeah i mean that's a great point and i think that that's like a good uh like because Leos are good, and this is, you know, broad strokes, but good at self-promotion and recognizing qualities in themselves, mm-hmm. things like that. So it's, you know, a lot of working with what you have, recognizing your own talents and, and qualities. And are you sharing those things in a way that's that's getting you, um, like, noticed or that, that are being by people who are appreciating it? Are you feeling, like, v- validated in all of that you have to offer? I think that's a... Mm-hmm. Well, especially one. during an eclipse you might feel like everything's fucked up right now and it's not like i mean it might be but it's probably not and you're like you might just be like you know feel, doubting yourself but just remember you like you do have so much like you are like leos are lucky they have like a, a they have that magneticism they are the sun so like I mean, I think it's always good to do the check in, but like what if if something hasn't been working with how you come off or how you want to be seen, then like maybe checking in with like, well, what is that? Like, what can you do to be more of yourself? Are you appreciating yourself? Mm -hmm. Which is a silly one to say to Leo's perhaps, but also like, yeah, like is this are, are you too reliant maybe on outside uh, appreciations of your gifts to recognize how truly uh, special they are. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yes. Uh, Virgo, this is happening in your 12th house. 
um, you know, letting go, allowing things to change and evolve, not in your control. Um, you know, also your like spirit, your, your physical, you know, we know Virgos are good with organizing, you know, their physical space and their time and being, you know, doing work and stuff like that. Um, but allowing for that kind of like unknown faith aspect to come into your life, trusting that things unfold the way that they're supposed to and letting go of some control, which is a tough one for, for Virgo, but trusting that you are a capable person, um, in that you can handle anything that is presented to you. That's like one of the gifts of being a Virgo is, is the, the gift of organization and, uh, integration of things. So allowing for maybe some, just some, some soul level stuff happening. Mm-hmm. Some, yeah, some, some, some gray, as we said, getting that gray, baby. Uh-huh. I mean, you probably already like cleaned your house for the new year. So like now is maybe a time to like go into that Pisces energy of just like, just the weirdness. Like mm-hmm. you can, I mean, you always need a little more weird, a big old scoop of weird because it's not your default settings. Yeah. Or even something like, okay, is the schedule that you know is, is important to keep is that actually making your soul happy? Do you actually like going to Soul Cycle seven days a week? <laughs> no or, one likes like, that. Like, yeah, or, or real torture. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So it's Ugh. like, or do you need, or will you be okay? And things will not all, you know, fall apart. But is there is there a part of you, you know, that again, that intangible kind of happiness part that is not being cared for? Yeah, like freeing up a day, maybe like something with the arts too, since Pisces is arts driven. Like maybe you always want to take an acting class or something that is just like out of your comfort zone or fun um just like a note that I wrote for myself just in general in the eclipse season that I'm trying to like work in my life more is like also like being having that Pisces I think this goes with everybody but especially Virgo to Pisces this flexibility of like having leaving room for spontaneity and fun especially with like you know instead of being like well on this one day is when I get everything done it's like well maybe leave two to three days so because on that one day you might get like a text from a friend to go to like a concert you really like or to go to dinner at a place like I got us tickets to go here we can go do this like leaving that open rather than having to say no to something you actually want to go to because well this was the day I said this is the day I'd, I'd get all my things done it's like when you can leave open space and you're good with time management so like that's actually you can be more flexible but also effective if you leave the room to wiggle so i think that's advice for everybody moving back to leo i do think you would like to teach soul cycle (laughs) (laughs) i love it but soul without the you the sun soul cycle um all right libra this is happening in your 11th house um so a lot of what we were talking about, I feel like this is like a good one for a big chunk of our conversation about friend groups and stuff. Are yeah. there people, are you devoting your time and energy to I excuse myself from this <laughs> conversation? I can't be thinking about friend groups right now. Oh my God. Are you, yeah. Are you, are the people balance? Yeah. Are you devoting yourself too much to friends? Are you happy with that? Or are you maybe lacking that too? Are you needing to connect more with groups of friends? Is that something you've been avoiding or not? Um, allowing yourself to have from kind of that thing of like, I'm not, I'm cutting people out, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it can go either way, but also making sure that, you know, you are yeah, creating those boundaries and also serving. I think a lot of times, and this is something that I've been thinking of is like a lot of times, all those paradigms that we've been talking about, about the like, you either are, you either go to the thing or you don't go to the thing. Like we forget that 
we forget to think about like which is the best like how are we going to show up as our best selves in these scenarios Mm -hmm. and so a lot of times it's like are you going to those parties because you feel like you have to go to the parties but you're then also not being super fun at that party or like you aren't actually talking to anybody you're just like checking your phone and texting someone about like oh i can't wait to leave i can't believe i'm here whatever Mm -hmm. like that's not that's not serving the party or you Mm -hmm. so figure out you know how to be most in alignment with yourself when you are showing up for groups or yeah, or like disassociate from a group that isn't serving from you anymore. Mm-hmm. Balance, uh, baby. Scorpio, you know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Scorpio, this is happening in your 10th house. So um, public life, career. Uh, I mean, Leo, It's I, this one feels very fun to me because it's like the stepping out uh, into the spotlight is what I the image that I'm seeing in there but this also can be you know a reminder of if that's not if that's something that you've been wanting to do and you have not been doing it maybe someone this is so the Collins to me right now coming out of the dark depths into the sunlight and just sparkle just girl sparkle. Mm-hmm. just get out in that sun you little vamp yes let well, like, yourself take, be seen take credit like also I mean I feel like Scorpios have the tendency to be such hard workers and then like silently resent those coworkers who like are like I did this and I did this and they're like why do they brag about themselves they didn't even do anything that good it's like no you can just do that because you're actually doing really good and remember not everyone is going to check the receipts so I think that's like a a Scorpio thing I noticed this with the Scorpio in my chart where it's like this thing where it's like if someone I have to be ready if someone questions what I'm doing and I have to have all of these things in line because if if I'm going to be as if I dare step out and do this thing, I better be ready to justify right. why I'm here. But that's not necessary because one, you've probably done the work, but also like who are any of us to tell anyone why they should or shouldn't be out doing what they want to do? Like that's oh, for sure. That's no your birthright. Looking. No yeah. one's thinking about you. I know you're thinking a lot about a lot, but like no one's like, do they deserve or like whatever? You're good. Like, yeah. And this is my uh, Scorpio advice for this, since it's in this amplified Leo time, I see like, it's time to update your resume. It's time to get a website. It's time to get the business cards. Like, I don't care what you do. It is like, you maybe you need to like round up all your accomplishments into like, I mean, there's so many e- cheap, easy Wix, Squarepants. Like you can make like a little portfolio of yourself or your work, or maybe that side project that you've wanted to make, take more seriously because maybe your day job isn't a reflection of like, who you are I mean it shouldn't be anyways but like I mean Scorpios love to work and like be the best at whatever they're doing so I think maybe making something that is presentational of like everything you've done even if it's just for yourself that will pay off one day having a website ready you'd never know like what new opportunity might come up soon so I'd say if you've been thinking about that get on it now's yeah. the time Scorpio is all about the the depths and the deepness and bring yeah bring it out let it Tenth let is the height yeah let that know? let that let the sun point of your chart yes you know? let let it all be be lit by the sun <laughs> it's lit it's lit fam okay um, i'm sorry i will never do that again uh, <laughs> this was your one eclipse uh you know you weren't supposed to yeah, say something. <laughs> surprise uh i am old and okay uh sagittarius is happening in your ninth house um opportunities for travel for higher learning this is a great time to perhaps go uh 
finally go back to school get that thing um or start teaching start being out in front of a thing if you've been getting kind of messages clues that this is something that you'd like to do that's a great that's a great thing to to pursue also traveling opportunities for um you know enriching yourself via via travel finding um you know, I mean, maybe maybe a, a, a long distance romance something, mm. but I think um, just those things. It's a very you know ninth house here in your home your home house, so it's we're comfortable with those philosophical kind of higher learning types of things. But are you? I think a question too to ask would be like, are you embodying your ideals too? Are you um, like, or have you been complacent in in your learning and things like that are you being your best sad self are you out there are you uh you know are you opening your mind are you continually growing and seeking out opportunities to be like rising up or have you kind of let yourself go with those things mm-hmm. i think it would be really fun to do a, a video series of or this is it only comes up for sagittarius because it's the easiest <laughs> but like um of really like bitchy horoscopes that are not accurate obviously but they're like you know ninth house expansion you're gonna like gain a lot of weight this year (laughs) just like really like fucking mean shit we could call it like sad drags well i feel like i could think of one for every every sign but Uh like that one's just like the easiest like cunty one your bitchy horoscope um i thought you were saying because you were like about to say horoscopes i thought you were gonna say like horse scopes. <laughs> yeah, i know you thought that i know i was like she's like we could come up with like horses for all of this <laughs> like, you could do that horse girl also i have to shout out colby in the group with this horse talk oh, oh yeah God. colby what's up colby, colby. Horse, hey what's up colby horse boy okay oh That's my god it. i also got sent one of the best pictures from um, signer Elise uh, that I'm going to, I don't want to talk about it because it's, we're going to have to use it for something. I'll show you guys. I also have a really good (laughs) picture that I have to get. Everybody please send your horse pictures. uh, (laughs) This is not a horse one, but you guys are going to love it. (laughs) What's your time Um, podcast at Gmail? Yes. Uh, Capricorn, this is happening in your eighth house. And this is something we didn't touch on this, but um, I was listening to Jessica Lignato's Lignato's, uh, ghost of a podcast. I'm away over here. Um, and her reminder too, is that we still have all of these planets in Capricorn right now. So as much as we're talking about, you know, eclipses being dramatic and all of that, it does seem like this is going to Mm. be like practical applications of these things where it's more in the vein of what we were talking about with like Saturn return stuff where it's like, this is when the, the rubber meets the road. So if you haven't been doing the actual work, this is the time where you're able to be asked to do the actual work or Mm -hmm. the actual work will be paying off and there will be kind of um, pragmatic, practical ways that you'll be able to enact these lessons that you've learned Mm -hmm. this way. So, um, which is good because Capricorn, this is happening in your eighth house, kind of the the opposite of what I've just said. Right. Uh, And similar to that Virgo 12th house energy too of like the... Um, in embracing those kind of impractical things, um, allowing for intimacy and, um, like depth and soul connection with, with people in relationships with, um, with your own sexuality, with yourself, with, um, you know, those kind of darker hidden things that I think Capricorn, you know, likes to, uh, use as like self-deprecating things but doesn't like to you know Capricorns I feel like are very aware of darkness and their dark their dark 
sides Mm -hmm. but they don't necessarily treat them with like gentle appreciation um and i think that this leo eclipse is asking us to be you know to shine light on that and embrace it with warmth and understanding in a way that we maybe don't um because it's gonna be there so you might as well be friends with it Mm -hmm. or at least be aware know what it's doing so it's not over here you know festering and creating this this uh reaction this explosive thing that's gonna happen that you have no control or no idea where it came from like get to know get to know your darkness get to know um those things because then they become just like anything once you start getting to know someone or something it becomes less scary and and uh foreign to you because you're like oh this per that oh Mm -hmm. i know them that's a per that i this my next the Uh, we're post holidays so it's like the home alone guy where he's like oh he looks so scary standing outside but he has like a granddaughter and he's all nice and he's like really friendly and he loves Christmas and all that like I love him yeah get to know get to know that old guy next door to you (laughs) that's in that's in you I think a lesson too for Capricorns is like you everyone wants control like I'm especially earth signs I think we have like we want rules and control Mm -hmm. and like that and maybe that's just me but like for capricorn it's like you don't know what having control is until you don't have it Mm -hmm. so it's like it comes out in weird ways when you like blackout drinking instead of like you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like it's like you have to figure out like a way to release it that's healthy that Mm -hmm. is such a good example though because that is like that moment where you're like oh no what did i say i wasn't aware of anything i was saying now is everybody gonna know that i'm like i'm a imposter or whatever Mm -hmm. those things are like he drank with us once and then the next morning he didn't know blackouts existed <laughs> so the next morning he was like what happened like all this stuff and everyone's like you just blacked out and he's like what does that mean like oh my God. like i'm never gonna know what happened and they're like yeah. yeah dude like you blacked out yes i i think with capricorns in this eighth house thing and with leo what it kind of like speaks to me with them and i think this might be a good thing to try especially if you're single or trying to fuck um is like maybe like breaking out of these types that you think you like because i think totally i think capricorns actually like they really like know i like you know six foot bearded shitheads and it's like i think like you might be surprised like that you like a lot more different types than you think and i think the eighth housey time is a really interesting it's a it's a fun time to like maybe maybe change your settings on your tinders maybe change your like maybe you've been thinking about different types of people like i open it up are you are you uh like looking for a type or are you looking for like who actually or what actually makes you come? Or are you looking because for your ex? Yeah, or it's <laughs> you're like, looking for your ex. <laughs> yeah, but it's that where it's like, oh, are you doing what you think you're supposed to do, or right. are you actually well, exploring the so thing it. that you? It's like I want a guy that looks like a whatever. Whatever. Like yeah. it's like, but does that know? actually turn you and on? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like that. Totally. So it's yeah. What what actually turns you on? What act? What are you actually interested in? What do you mm-hmm. really? Or maybe just go with something that's the opposite of what yeah, you think yeah, you like yeah, yeah. Absolutely. See how like. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to, like, sleep with someone that you're not attracted to, but, like, go out with someone that you're not attracted to and see how that conversation mm-hmm. goes. Mm-hmm. But that you're interested in. Maybe it's like, well, no, I'm... For p- sure, yeah, like, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you're already in a relationship with someone, um, maybe, as we started off with, like, reveal a sexy dream do you have or something. Ooh. Go to a comedy yeah, sex party. Yeah, don't go to a comedy sex party Whatever for sure. you do, but you if you do, invite Lisa. You know. okay. Do not invite me. <laughs> for do lunch. not invite me, though I will be very enthusiastic. <laughs> <laughs> 
a lunchtime. <laughs> a lunch, uh, we only have an hour. Let's do it a lunch kind of light out. <laughs> hey, I whatever. I'm a I'm a big daytime sex proponent. Oh hell yeah. Um, no, I think also real quickly because we're transitioning from Capricorn into Aquarius season. People have been posting really funny like end of Capricorn season memes, and the voluptuous witch posted this one where it's like a goat falling down the mountain, <laughs> and it's like the funniest thing. Please go check it out. It's oh my god, so funny. We'll share we'll share it because uh, I'll remember it now. But it's made me laugh so hard. Uh, but yes, Capricorn, take a minute, get deep, mm-hmm. um, stop going forward for just a moment. You can do it afterwards. But um, Aquarius is happening in your seventh house. Relationships. Um, another thing I feel like we've been talking about a lot in this these themes of just like, are you are you ha- if you're in a relationship, are you happy with that relationship? Truly, is it? Are you, um, you know, being your highest and best self for yourself and for your partner? Or are you maybe searching for a relationship and the patterns that you've been enacting before that? Are they actually helping you to find a partner that that is worthy of you or that is making you feel like you're getting the things that you need? Um, you know, Aquarius can feel very isolated and independent, and that's a great quality. But it's also if you're, you know... Um, hiding your partnership desires or or kind of putting up walls in order to protect yourself from being hurt in partnerships that's not going to you know get you make you feel any safer or warmer or more supported in a partnership it's only going to you know reinforce those those patterns so um if you are yeah i mean what and what do what do relationships mean to you that could be on the totally opposite side of this maybe maybe a deep and this I don't mean this in any kind of judgmental way but like maybe a deep connection doesn't happen in the in the way that society has told you so far maybe having a traditional you know relationship isn't what you want maybe that's not at all what you want right now or Mm -hmm. ever uh maybe what maybe your partnership looks vastly different from what you've been taught so maybe you've been either trying to kind of uh fit into society's mold of relationships or someone uh you know or just like someone doesn't doesn't agree with what your idea of relationships are then it's like that's not the per like you need someone who can agree with what partnership is to you so i think Mm -hmm. i think too aquarius like we forget how fixed they are Mm -hmm. and so i think you know getting obsessive or being because that's something I struggle with is like something one little thing and I'm like I have to find and mm-hmm. look at this for three hours and ask all my friends what they think about it <laughs> and like it's you're crazy you know yeah. you're a psycho and um also like in regards to partnership like I think we have a tendency as fixed science to kind of pick things that we like and then like embody them ourselves and like, mm-hmm. oh, I really think it's cool that like this person drinks this drink. So I'm going to start drinking that. And it's like, you know, you're a freak, right? You're an Aquarius. Like, don't don't like you don't need to like bite someone else's style or copy someone else's thing. If you like it as well, that's totally cool. But like make sure that you're drinking the drink because you want the drink, not because you think it looks cool or not because you like you're obsessing that that one person thinks it's cool or you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I think as fixed signs, it's like, Oh yeah. I mean, they, we? well, fixed signs want it their way and they think sometimes you find that system that works in a relationship where we're well, like, Oh, well I do these things my way these days and you do this and it's been working. And it's like, but if maybe recognize like if the system has been feeling a little 
stale and dry like you're also like Aquarians like are usually pretty good about like saying what they want in a relationship but also you do need to maybe since it's Leo time maybe give a little kind of a little bit of the opposite of what we said before is give a little bit of yourself in a warm yes. loving way of just like quality time and yeah, like listening you, you to pick the drinks like listening you, to your yeah. partner like just snuggling up on the couch like like I know you like to be you know creative and effective and like you know on your own level but also sometimes people just need hugs and snugs like yeah, or maybe there's a way that um this is your your opposite you know this yeah. is the thing so it's like maybe i this story has come up a lot but it's that one where it's like the guy who's like oh i believed in god god's gonna save me and who's like drowning and the thing and the boat comes and the helicopter comes and then he dies and then god was like i sent you a boat he was like where were you and he's like i sent you a boat i sent you a plane what else? like mm-hmm. is someone sending you a boat and a plane and a train and whatever <laughs> and you are just fixed in your way and you're not you're not taking the time to observe what actually is is happening are you have you got it in this this idea in your head of what it looks like for someone to be you know generous or something like that and you are just like no I want it my way and and it's this it's a cerebral kind of intellectual idea but someone is making you food every day and you're like I need a partner who's more attentive and it's like they they, they make, make you breakfast lunch, every yeah. day your mm-hmm. lunch is packed what do you mean what do you want like mm-hmm. that kind of thing so being kind of I think you know, um, also, yeah, evaluating how how your partnerships actually are. Right. Are there things? Do you potentially already have the partner who's exactly what you want, and you just are are fixed in a way that you're evaluating it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, just I mean, things to loosen, consider. Yeah, loosen. I think loosening the routines should be pretty easy to you, and maybe seeing like what's a new like you are you can reinvent. So like, what is a new way that's going to make you both feel good? But I think you do need to consider the other person maybe during this eclipse time, if you're partnered up. Yes. Um, and finally, Pisces, uh, this is happening in your sixth house. Uh, so I think, you know, kind of opposite, as it were, of what we were saying for Virgo, <laughs> where this is like, um, you you can schedule some stuff. You can mm-hmm. take control and, um, you know, s- plan to take a walk every day. And maybe you don't do it every day, but you know, set aside time for your health, for Mm -hmm. structure, for getting things done. Um, You know, you're not going to stop being a a dreamy, watery, fun Pisces if you do that. But you also then are going to be the most effective, like even (laughs) this is okay. This is maybe a terrible example, but like even someone that like is like a fun party person if you like forget to pack the drugs or whatever like that takes planning or whatever there's that so it's like the you can't without some level of planning and structure you can't really be then you're just like floating around nowhere Mm -hmm. so it's like the you can still be a space for liminal energy and spirituality and dreaminess and and all of that um but if you're not taking yourself into account of how you can even be the best you know, the best dreamy, creamy Pisces you are, Mm -hmm. then that's not serving anybody either. Then you're just, you're just floating along, you know, take some space, takes like put down some roots on some things, set a schedule and that's fine. You're still going to be swimming within that, but, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, allow, make, make some definitive things and see how that directs. Mm -hmm. This is also, I think the one where you need to take that advice from Benjamin, (laughs) where it's like, if you're partying, you need to like 
funnel that into creativity. And sorry, creativity means, do you think that like a fucking writer's room is all like balloon animals and shit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's people fucking working. Yeah. It's a job. It's not like creativity is not like, uh, yeah man like just i just wait until it happens there. bro. Yeah. like it's work yeah so. well and even something steve and i were just talking about this on the way home last night from a show that it was like oh i you know even if you write 10 minutes a day and whatever writing is for you that could be painting it can be it doesn't even have to be it could be cooking it could be you know or even reading, like journaling yeah, like journaling whatever it is making music playing music listening to music but it's like even if you're doing just you know 10 minutes a day those 10 minutes add up and then at the end of the week you've done an hour of work that you wouldn't have done if you were just you know disassociating and not doing it and Mm -hmm. so instead of beating yourself up or avoiding responsibility because it feels heavy and and not creative and fun uh do a little bit out of time so at least you're doing something because it matters and that activity then you you know if you can do 10 minutes then you can do 20 minutes just take some sort of active step to accomplish whatever it is that you want whether it be a creative goal or a fitness health goal you know Mm -hmm. trade out make it a point to uh you know not not get coffee out this week to make coffee at home and bring your cup or whatever and you might forget your cup at work one day and that's fine the next day like Mm -hmm. you know whatever but just make it make a decision to try to make actual concrete steps towards a thing Mm -hmm. and maybe it kind of goes back to two of like leaving those days open to be productive like and like if you know like tuesday i have a dinner with friends and friday i'm going out it's like okay well like for real leave like monday wednesday open like i'm a big my new thing is i've been trying to leave my mondays open as much as i can because i love like it's the first you for most people it's the first day back to work after a weekend and it's like it's it's nice because there's not like you've already gone back to work but you don't have that rush pressure of like okay now i have to go out and be in the thing it's like okay now i can like what do i need to do this week do i need to like make a bunch of meals do i need to like schedule out some things like i think like beginnings middles and ends are like always kind of a nice to like check in with yourself because i mean you need to schedule time to schedule time Mm-hmm. hard truths but uh well, i have pisces i have pisces in my sixth house and i know i get overwhelmed with like laundry and that sort mm-hmm. of thing but then it's like <laughs> i guess where i was trying to go with the like packing drugs analogy yeah that it's like oh then i'm thinking about i'm like worried about doing laundry and i'm avoiding doing laundry all week when i could just do laundry and then not have to think about it and do all of the other stuff that i want to do mm-hmm. so like if there's a thing that you're avoiding doing just do the thing yeah. like just do it because it's taking over it's it's consuming your life whether you're doing it or not because by avoiding it it's it's consuming it in a different way so you might as well you're gonna have to do it so just fucking do it mm-hmm. i like the idea of like the 10 minute thing because i i can get like that where i'm like no i need three hours to do uh practice things that i want to get better at and it's like well like that's an idea like that's dreamy but do i even have the attention span of three hours probably maybe, probably not <laughs> and maybe three hours at a time isn't even how you do the best work maybe right. maybe three hours you just like write nonsense or whatever i'm right. using writing as the example but it's like maybe that's not how you are effective maybe you do best when you write for 20 minutes uh you know at lunchtime or whatever and then you can go back and you know someday we all have 
deadlines and think jobs and works and things that we have to do even if they're not effective for us or whatever Mm -hmm. but i think the kind of overarching thing and this is something that's been coming to me during this these two the this eclipse pair is just like accepting where you're at right and figuring out what it is what it is that you want and what do you do to get there instead of avoiding it or feeling bad that you're not where you wanted to be like well where are you and what is it that what helps you yeah what can you do what makes and and are these things that you've you've said that you because you don't do them that you're like a bad person do you even want those things yeah i think too that we spend a lot of time um with laundry or with something else that i don't know how to say this we spend a lot of time like sitting around like justifying that well, I'm not going to do it because of this. And it's like with all the time you spend saying mm-hmm. defending yourself to yourself by saying, <laughs> oh, well, I don't need clothes for this. And right. I, I don't have something till Tuesday or what the fuck ever. You could have already done laundry instead of wasting all this energy and time. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I actually have to. It's like you don't need to justify anything to yourself. If you say today I'm not doing laundry, I'll do it tomorrow. That's enough. You don't have to like. Yes. Focus yeah. There. That's such a just like. I hope a takeaway for everybody all the time, not just during this eclipse, but that like you don't have to justify anything. Argue, defend, explain, none of it. Do if you're gonna do what you're doing, do it, and just make that. That's the choice that you. No, is a full sentence. Yep, and there's that. So it's like you. If it's one thing to you know avoid or whatever, but if you're avoiding intentionally, you're if you've made the choice to. I'm going to go to the movies instead of doing laundry. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like have that's a the, good time yeah. at the movies. Don't think about laundry. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Um, I mean, that's yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited. I feel like this 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 year has started off like it's been a, a busy beginning of the year. Astrologically, mm-hmm. there's a lot going on and there's a lot of Capricorn energy. I have felt for sure that's like get stuff done. Yeah, do it, do it, do it. Um, but it's. It's exciting. It's exciting, and 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 uh, I feel like open to whatever is unfolding. Well, Scott does all the laundry in my house, and I fuck a thousand comedians in my dreams. (laughs) (laughs) So, pretty good. We got a pretty good thing going. Hell yeah! That's a dream. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not. It's a nightmare. (laughs) Uh, No, I'm feeling like a good energy. Like I, not one that's like, and maybe it's because of. getting close to a year of reflecting of all these things, but it's like, okay, like I'm feeling actually really motivated right now. And like, I have like the structure and the, like, I'm, I'm kind of figuring out how I work best and I'm, I can do this and I'm not afraid of it. And it's cool. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm into this. Um, it does feel like a, a door is closed. Like I, it, it's, it's hard to describe, but I do feel like, okay, like new chat, like what is, what is now this new phase of 2019? We don't, we live in times that we don't really know what's going on, but we know what's going on as much as, as best as we can with ourselves, or we at least know or try to check in with ourselves. What can we do today that makes us happy? And that's all you can really do. Mm -hmm. Final parting thing there. I always mess up this quote, but it's something along the lines of, um, if beating yourself up, being angry and judgmental, like worked, you'd be insert whatever blank you want you'd be thin you'd be rich you'd be in a relationship you'd be happy whatever so the only way to do any of it is to to be kind to yourself Mm -hmm. and and 
self-forgiveness yeah be be nice and operate from that place because that's the only again being being sad about it or upset isn't the way to to do it you can be you know feel pain or whatever I I don't mean that I don't mean like be happy all the time but it's like the the like beating yourself up over anything doesn't work so Mm -hmm. and go get poked in the forehead yes (laughs) you got a 45 minutes of needles in you and you're just like fuck does it hurt i can't tell i don't know is it i can see it but i can't tell if it's bothering me and then you have to let go eventually and say all right i'll just stare at the clock hell yeah guys so be kind to yourselves and each other uh and we'll see you next week bye bye Thank you for listening to What's Your Sign. Please rate us five stars and subscribe on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you use. If you like what you heard, please support us on Patreon. You can also find us online on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast or on Twitter at What's YR Sign underscore pod. You can also like our fan page on Facebook and join our friendship group. Questions, comments, concerns, or to book a commission chart reading, you can email us at what's your sign podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. What's your sign, baby? What's your sign? What's your sign? You have reached the voicemail box of What's your sign, baby? signers or wait no wait hey everyone i don't know what do i say um but hi um it's maddie i am a taurus sun leo moon virgo rising and you actually all read my chart for me this past september which was amazing um i actually listened to it while i was at stonehenge so that was super magical um but yeah eclipse season a lot has changed i moved countries i got my masters i've just been like running all over the place, but I decided to kind of, you know, take a hashtag YOLO attitude. Um, I, you know, applied for jobs that I was probably underqualified for. Um, I I reached out to, like, new friends, old friends. I double texted that, like, Tinder boy. Um, My Aries is – no, my Venus is an Aries. Yeah, that. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I just kind of took a sporadic nature to – yeah, um, combat the sporadic nature of the eclipses. Um, super fun. And yeah, hashtag YOLO. Uh, woo, thank you guys for doing what you do. Love you lots. Keep doing it. Yay, science. <laughs> All right, bye. So here's my quick minute about the um, eclipse. So one of the more recent lunar eclipses that was kind of showing in the Northern Hemisphere between 2018, October 21st and 22nd, um, included my really fantastic um, 21st birthday in which I met, well, I went to a show with this one, like, the person was performing. Okay, just disregard this. This is really bad. Ignore it. It was rambly, and I lost my train of thought, so. Lo siento. Blah, blah, et cetera. Cool. Bye. Hey, what's your sign? I'm Leslie. Um, Eclipse really got me. Eclipse, I, uh, oh, it's a terrible voice now, but, um, I applied for a job and got it. Once I got the same news that I had to move, 
within a couple of days, and I have a huge trip to Belize in Mexico going on right in the middle of all of this. Uh, so a lot of transitions hit me real fast. All right. Thanks. Love the show. Bye. Okay. So I live in the Boston area, and during the Great American Eclipse of 2017, my husband had just lost his job, like just the week before it happened. And the next day after he lost his job, I, because I'd only been working part-time and we'd been freaking out about money because uh, we had just bought a house, um, my place of employment called and asked if I wanted to then have a promotion and then transfer and be full-time. That was amazing. I didn't even need to interview or anything. I literally confirmed over a text. So that was incredible. Um, so because of that, I was like, we are getting in the car. We are driving all the way down to, I think it was South Carolina we ended up in. We saw the eclipse. It was unbelievable. We had a very different kind of experience than a lot of other people. Um, for us, it was way more full sensory. Um, we experienced a rainstorm. We saw the clouds roll in, like, right as the eclipse was happening. Totally downpoured on us. Um, like, extreme temperature shifts. At first, I was a little disappointed that I didn't get to, like, see the halo or um, anything like that. But once I realized how special our situation had been, it was very cool, and I'm super grateful for it. And then I became a believer about Eclipse just shifting and changing everything. So here we are, like, however many months later. Um, and in this Eclipse season, I was thinking, no, no real changes, actually, like, we're still, like, so we still both have those jobs. Things feel good. Oh, my husband did, he did get a new job afterwards, but it did take a while. Um, but, like, things are feeling good. And then just today, all of a sudden, it was, like, talking to my coworkers, and all of us were just like, you know what, screw this job. Like, we're all looking now for new jobs. It's crazy. I can't believe that. I was thinking I was, like, set with this new job. And then all of a sudden, nope, I think, like, already I'm starting to look. So nutty. So who knows what the future holds? It's crazy how the doors can just open and change. And it's kind of exciting, though, when you just kind of let it go, let it happen. Oh, brace yourself. It's, it's cool stuff, though. All right. Thanks.